Hi, welcome to season one and episode two of the Perform and Grow podcast. I am Dale Morbikesteth, a learning and development strategist helping individuals and organizations tackle capacity and capability challenges. I talk about performance a lot, and I know some people find that kind of uncomfortable. In much the same way, they find my talk about mastery um, a bit cringeworthy. But the truth is, learning is all about performance. It's all about closing performance gap. And the first thing to kind of clarify at a very fundamental level is that performance is not activity. It is not actions. Performance is actions achieving desired results. The emphasis is on the desired results. So learning requires effort because learning at its root is about change. We are seeking to change ourselves from not knowing to knowing, not understanding to understanding, not being able to do to being able to do. And the motivation to invest this effort comes from the desire to achieve results that are currently out of reach, performance gap. As learning and development professionals tackle the challenge of learning culture and learning behavior of employees in organizations, I wonder if the problem is really about the culture of performance. Performance gaps don't always have to be negative or bad. In fact, I like to talk about three types of performance gaps, and I think sharing this would help clarify how and why I believe learning is all about closing performance gaps. The three types of performance gaps I tend to talk about are one, remedial, two, aspirational, and three, growth. So the first type, remedial, is the one that most people are familiar with when we talk about performance or performance management. Remedial performance gaps deal with the idea that there's an expectation of you in the role that you are currently not able to meet. Ideally, each role has some expected results, impact, or value that you're supposed to deliver. A remedial performance gap means that you currently are not able to meet or deliver or achieve some of the expectations of that role and you need to close that gap. So that's the first and most common one. You find out what's the gap, what's the reason for that gap, and then you take the necessary learning actions to close it. For an employee, having this level of clarity of understanding of the performance expectations of the role is the most common challenge. It is usually not difficult to identify or define clear results or impact to be achieved through any set of activities of any role. However, taking accountability for results requires courage and confidence, given the level of uncertainties impacting achievement of those results. Especially when you compare it with the much less level of uncertainty around simply being responsible for completing the task. The second type of performance gap is the aspirational one. The aspirational gap is the gap between you meeting the expectations of the role, meaning delivering what you expected to deliver, and you having a personal goal that you want to achieve in the role, which pushes the possibilities of what the role can achieve. For example, an athlete might actually win all their races and thus meet the expectation of the role winning. But personally, they might be interested in achieving a particular race time, and that race time 
is beyond the expectations because they're already winning all the races. So they don't need to do anything else, but the individual wants to push the possibilities of their own performance. And they want to close that gap between the current performance and the aspirational race time. That's an aspirational performance gap. So from an individual employee perspective, even if there is no clear understanding of concrete performance expectations, so the individual struggles to identify remedial gaps, the individual can still have clear personal aspirational performance goals based on the activities and context of the role. What this means is that individuals can choose to close aspirational gaps even if remedial gaps can't be credibly defined or identified. Finally, the third type of performance gap is growth, which is where the results the person wants to deliver are not possible with the activities in the current role, or the activities they want to engage in and the results that those activities produce require a role change. Presumably a role with greater responsibilities, accountable for results with greater impact, and so on. So here, what is driving the learning is the desire to close the gap between what they currently know how to do and can achieve, based on their performance in the current role, and what their desired role requires. In most cases, there will be some commonality of knowledge and skills, but there will always be a gap because it's a new role with new set of activities and therefore a new set of expectations. As an employee, looking at growth from the perspective of readiness to perform in the new role changes how new roles are selected and are approached. The learning to address growth performance gap becomes focused on reducing the time to close remedial performance gaps once in the growth role. So when performance gaps are viewed this way, then learning to close performance gaps becomes easier to understand as a possible secret source to developing a learning culture. It means first helping every employee learn how to think about and manage their performance by understanding performance deeply so that at a minimum, they are learning to close aspirational performance gaps in their current roles. Thank you for listening. Do subscribe to stay updated, and I look forward to connecting with you on the next episode.